Morning. When you, when you think of family, it takes a while to redefine that. But when you do get to, you get to have family everywhere in the world like that. Because my dad owns everything, right? You are allowed to clap and cheer. And I have true community and connection anywhere in the world. Joy asks me to present the biblical narrative of community and connection from the Word. And I was joking with Britton this morning. It's kind of like that, I, maybe I'm the only one, that little Google yellow guy in the bottom right hand of the Google Maps. You can pick him up and go like this, and his legs kind of fly around. And you drop him anywhere in the world, and you get the street view of what's happening there in Argentina. I don't want to tell you how long my roommate back in college and I used to, it was an inordinate amount of times. We would just stand there and drop the little Google man anywhere in the world. And I think in scripture, if you drop a Google man, it will talk about community and connection. That is the biggest narrative in scripture. Starting from the beginning, Genesis 1, 2. God was hovering over the face of the waters before time began. And then he said, let us make a man in our image. Us is a singular or plural word. I forgot. Okay, so there's a community within himself. He exists in community from before time began. Genesis 1.27, let us make a man in our image. And male and female, he made them in community with himself. He makes man and he says, it's not good that man should be alone. Community with God, community with each other. That's the point of the Bible, the point of the biblical narrative. And thanks to humanity, Genesis 3, or <laughs> three chapters in, man breaks the, the, the community and walks away. And to illustrate that, I was just given a, a way to talk to kids about the gospel, and so I'm going to do it to you because putting the cookies on the bottom shelf is a good idea sometimes. I wish I had one of them. Brent, can you hold this for me? God, in the beginning, there's God existing in himself, for himself. He creates man, God and man in community. Man decides, I'm cool, I got this, I'm going to make myself a name for myself, my own kingdom. God, king, man, I'm going to be king separates himself. Continually, we're separating, 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 and separating. And forever will always be separate because offending the holy God in such a way does what? Discord. Not unity, not connection. Disconnection? Not a word, but I'll go with it. Unconnection? Also not a word. Okay. All right. So not connection. Um, if you need Mike, Michael's help on grammar, you can talk to him. So what then can bridge the gap between God and man? Simply put, you have to have both to bring them back into full community. God becomes man and brings it back to self. God, man, I can come, 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 but I'm also going to go, 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 go. 
and in reality, it's been more like, But God says, God and man, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to break the script. He becomes man to redeem that which he created to put him back into community. So you are allowed to cheer for God on that. So the biblical narrative for community is God initiated, God purposed, God glorified for his honor. Um, That is the point. And so when we see God inviting us into community, we get to be like, I don't know why or how, but I'll take it. And you run with it. And last week, we learned a little bit about a father heart. Because not only does he invite us into community, he invites us into family. Another another time to say amen if you wanted to. said this way, the Father lifts us up out of ourselves to participate in the very life and communion of the Godhead, the life of communion for which we were created, which then restores us to our full selves again, because true humanity is a humanity in connection with God. So how are we having that connection? Was it on our own initiative? Was it on what we did? Was it on our religious spirit? No. There's God and there's man very far brought together in the person of Jesus Christ. And we can say in our theologies that, yeah, like now I've got, I believe in Jesus and I'm in this bucket. No, no, no. It's not a bucket. We aren't transferred into something. It's given, better put, we were, instead of being calling it salvation, we can be calling it Jesus. I have Jesus, and a benefit of Jesus is salvation. Another benefit of Jesus is his spirit. Another benefit of Jesus is sanctification. Because we have Jesus, we have sanctification. Because we have, it says in 1 Corinthians 1, I forget, 30, something like that. He became for us our righteousness, our wisdom, our sanctification, our righteousness. He is that for us, right? The other thing that we are transferred into is his father heart. So I can... I haven't told you to put any slides up, but I think there's a slide up there of some scriptures. Uh, I only get 10 minutes. You can blame Joy. She'll email you the rest of the verses later. Joy at moranpark.org. You can talk to her. I can expound later, or she can just give you, and you can have the Spirit do that with you. The verses will be here and on the screen and scrolling, therefore, after. But there's a zillion. I could wish I could expound them. It would take too much time. But the point is... The Father heart is given us when we are joined to, the, to Jesus, the Son. And so we are given ourselves, or I'll just read it this way, um, said by knowing God. J.A. Packer wrote a really good book. Um, Marcus Johnson, I can recommend these again. Talk to Joy, and I can email that out. Through and, and because of Christ's humanity, we participate in what is the most precious and greatest of all benefits of being a believer, that Christ's we have Christ's relationship with the Father. So our salvation and our, is our participation in his sonship, and then we can also be sons. And so family, it's a real thing. Like, it's not this distant, I'm in a bucket now. No, I'm, I'm in a family now. I'm like, I'm literally connected. But, ah, uh, Ben, like, I just don't understand, because I have this bloodline with my dad and my mom, and, and it's, it, that's a real for me. You want a really real bloodline? The blood of Jesus joins you to every single person here today, hopefully. 
that was, yeah, like, I hopefully, I'm jumping inside. You can be jumping inside, do without outside. I don't, you don't have to scream. But if you are a screamer, that was a chance to scream. Because Jesus joined you to himself through the work of the Spirit to give you communication with the Father. Now you are in family, not only with the Godhead, but with each other. I teach elementary. We do family trees sometimes. And the family tree is best pictured in John chapter 15. Um, you can put that on the screen, I think. I'll just read it for sake of clarity. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. You want a family tree? There it is. You want a bloodline? There it is. It's Jesus. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do a little bit on your own. If, oh, apart from me, you can do zilch, nada, nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he's thrown away like a branch and withers. And the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. I have a branch. I brought it. I forgot to bring it up here. Anyway, I'll give you the imagery. I'll take a branch. I took it off your tree, Kim and Scott. Sorry, it was alive for a minute. I was gonna make a point, but I can't even make it. Anyway, you take the tree branch that was alive 20 seconds ago. I'm so sorry. Tree huggers of Michigan don't report. If this branch is on the ground next to the tree, receiving the same environment, as the tree itself, is that tree gonna grow? It will it be vitalized? No. What's gonna happen? It's gonna die. What do you do with dead branches? You burn them. So too is the storyline of some of us here. I'm in the same environment. I'm in the right environment. I'm listening to the preaching. I'm singing the songs. You can be in this environment, and I'm just statistically, I don't want to, in evangelicals, in evangelical churches, you know, a large percentage of them don't actually know Jesus. So if I'm statistically, hopefully not the Spirit of God, hopefully will implant himself on every single person here, but there's a chance that a percentage of you are here receiving the same nutrients, or sorry, not receiving the receiving the same teaching in the same environment, same sun, the same rain. I'm singing the songs. I sang the songs. I, I heard the message. I even tithed. Woohoo! I'm in the environment. I'm good. If you're not connected to the vine, you're receiving no nutrients. You can be in the right environment, and if you're not connected. And so if we're a family tree, I don't want you disconnected. I want you to be growing. I need him to be growing, and I need you to be growing, and I need you to be growing. Uh, the, the previous verses, the beginning, he says he prunes them. So sometimes you can feel like you got a little bit cut off, but that's because you're doing good things and the Lord is bearing more fruit. If you're not growing anything, it might mean that you're not actually connected to the vine. And so I want you as my family, I hopefully you're my family, to be connected. You're going to bear different fruit. Grant in the back talked about the egg. He's going to bear different fruit from me, because the Lord is doing different things with them. Britain's going to bear different fruit from me. Victoria is going to bear, Kim, Scott, they're going to bear different fruit from me. 
because God has given them a different purpose. But in our family tree, God is giving each of us that call, that invite, to return to him to that connection that he's given us. Um, this morning we get to talk about connections, but if all we talk about is the weather, sports, and recipes, it's going to be of little, yay, I dare say, no value. If your connection point, your strongest connection point is a sports team, is an angle on political views, if your strongest connection point is a business connection, you're not going to bear fruit. That's a branch that's on the ground that's going to die. And praise the Lord that it's going to die because I don't want to follow that any more than I have to. If, however, you spend your time and your connections are about Jesus, the one who puts you in community, if it's about the Spirit, the one who communicates us to the Father, if it's about the Father, the giver of all good gifts, the pruner so you can bear more fruit, then we're our family together. Then we're part of the family tree. Then we're bearing fruit. And the same chapter, John 15, says, if you abide in me, you bear much fruit. If you bear much fruit, you glorify the Father. I think that's verse 7. I want to glorify the Father. I want Bob to glorify the Father more. I want, I want Scott, I want, I want to glorify the Father because he deserves it. So if there's any point that you guys are talking and you realize, I'm just talking about the weather, etc. Can I, can I give you a transition? It's called Jesus. Just say, what's Jesus doing in your life? It was amazing this morning. We're in a group. Uh, I'm going to pick on Kim again. We are the, the team that Joy pulled together. I'm not really super close with a whole lot of them. Uh, we're just, and not of all of us were super close. I, I, bar- I just met Tracy. Tracy? Yes. <laughs> and God is doing things through the body at large. But I just met Kim, or I, I've met Kim, but we're in there, we're sitting, we're talking. And she just like, can I just testify what God did this week? And she tells us about a radio station she found that isn't about like fluffy, fluffy music. And it's not about like random long blog posts. Blah, blah. It was just worship music for nothing. Uh, 89.3? Talk to her, I guess. I, don't, I can't verify anything of this information. But she just said, hey, can I testify what the Lord did with me? That was the transition. That, I mean, that was it. Earlier yesterday, I had, I had Jeff over, and uh, I had somebody drop in our house randomly, and he goes, Jeff, do you know Jesus? That was the transition. Like, you don't need like a, ooh, entry point. Jesus is that entry point. He is the only one that gives us any nutrients for anything in life that matters. If you're going to bear fruit, Jesus. So, as we have time to connect... I don't exactly know how this whole thing is going to work out. As you have time to connect, just don't talk about the weather. Forget it. We all had the same weather, okay? Blah, blah, blah. And it's Michigan. It changes up and down. Okay, cool. We already know that. Don't talk about the sports teams. We have people that we pay a billion dollars to talk about that nonstop 24-7. It's called ESPN. Talk to them. If you want to talk about things that matter, that are going to bear fruit for the Father, for his glory, talk about Jesus. Talk about the Spirit. What is he doing in you? So, my notes, I should get back to those. Share a testimony. A a quick testimony could be like a a radio station I found. Share a testimony. Celebrate what God is doing. True prayer. The more you share where you're actually at and what you're going through, 
I can pray. I, I, on Sundays, I, in the afternoon, this afternoon, I'm going to be with my house church. We gather on Sundays. And Tim and I, for our time together, we start that time, and we just go on a jog. And the ladies stay at the house, and they're chatting, doing their thing. We just go on a jog, because Sean's in the, the stroller, and we nap around, we walk around. Okay. Um, I, I, it's so evident. I share something, and then he says, let's pray about it. Cool. So we just spend half our time talking, half our time praying. The more you share about what God's actually doing, you can pray for each other. So share a testimony. Share what's actually going on, and you can truly pray for each other. If you have five minutes this morning, spend two of them praying over what you just shared. I don't know. Wrestle with the word on something. Maybe the Lord's giving Larissa a word that I needed to hear, but he gave it to her for me so we could have this community together. So we could have connections on a real level, like actual community. Talk about the word. Maybe you have a question. There are people, uh, Stephanie said, if I have a question about the word, I'm going to go to Trish. Okay, there are faithful people that know the word. Go to those people. Talk to them about the word. Those are good things to have connections about. Um, And then uh, have fun with what God's doing in your life. Just share it. So I gave you full permission to ignore anything surface level and go straight in because Jesus did that for us. He went straight in. He gave us himself to communicate us to each other and to the Father. So I'm going to pray over you guys as you embark even this morning and in future times on what community looks like in the family of God. The family tree we have is great, and I want you there. Warning, there's a real fire, and it's really burning, and dead branches go there. But because God made himself a man, if we believe and repent in Jesus, we're part of the family tree. Now let's bear fruit. So as we have that ability to bear fruit, let's go. Jesus, thanks for this group that you've brought together for your glory. Spirit, thank you for your communication of us to the Father. Father, thank you for your great, great, great love. You're so good. God, connect us to the family of Christ more and more. Uh, Give us more of yourself. And we ask that we would be servants of you. We would bring you glory. We would bear fruit because we are giving you what you deserve and we're getting out of the way. We're letting you be our connection, our abide, our abode, where we find our, our, our food, our security, our strength, because you are our abode, our home. We dwell in you, and you provide all the things that we look for. Would we go there together? Would we be those spaces together? God, bless this ta- time this morning that we get to connect. Bless this church body, and we bless your name because you're worthy.